0: I'm Isabella and here's our Welfare Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) Hello everyone, today is National Stress Awareness Day This is our Welfare Wednesday podcast number 4 Today we are joined by Kiana from Mindsock Hello Hello And Beth Why do you think that we need stress awareness
1: day or week? Oh gosh, I'd say that stress is seen to be such a normal part of day-to-day life that people just kind of dismiss it if someone says they're feeling stressed it's like oh that's normal, you should see what I'm going through. Mm. So I think that we really do need to be aware of it because stress can affect your mental health and mental health can affect your stress. Mm. So it's definitely something which needs to be spoken about more.
0: Yeah I agree and it's really easy to kind of not appreciate the effects of stress on your well-being or like how it's actually physically and mentally affecting a person. Like you said, everyone's like, oh, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, but that that actually directly impacts the well-being of a person and can be quite bad. I've always been a low-key, high key stress <laughs> <laughs> so like, Or it's like, I'm fine, and then under the surface being like, I'm stressed.
1: Internal screaming.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you guys think um, is the difference between like, oh, everyone's stressed, like, you know, some people like, it's good to be a bit stressed, but like, what's the difference between like, that kind of stress and like, this is causing me a problem kind of stress?
1: I, just, I think mm-hmm. that it's important to remember that stress is actually the body's response to a stressor, which can be anything in the environment. And so, actually stress is actually very useful, so we've kind of evolved with our flight or fight response to have stress and it's actually very useful for us. I've been telling us whether it's danger or whether we need to kind of get ourselves ready for something. But I think that when that response becomes unmanageable, that's when we need to take action. That's the difference between stress that's getting a bit out of hand and stress that's healthy yeah. and keeps us going and motivated.
0: Yeah, I think it's also like the, like how prolonged, you feel that's severely stressful. Mm. So, um, I think if you react to a stressor, healthy and manageable. But I think if you don't have a good kind of response to it and you can't put your finger on what the triggers of the stress are, I think that can like really perpetuate like the the longevity of it and I think that's when it's a problem, when it's kind of like constant and you can't respond well. Why do you think uni
2: is so stressful for some people? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: You so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
1: <I'm> <laughs> I think first of all we need to remember that it's, it's a completely new environment for people mm. where you know, even if you have done a degree before you may not be at the same university it'll be a different time, you know different people are around you and that can be quite scary and I think that as, as welcoming as your friends that you make at university and your halls or whatever your course may be it's still understandably going to cause you some stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of, you know, the heavy workload, which most people have and mm-hmm. kind of a different type of learning. I mean, mm-hmm. personally, for me, I realised that university and the work that I'm given and the responsibilities says I have a very diff- different to what I had at A-levels. Yeah. And it's kind of teaching yourself a completely new way for your mind to work. but.
0: Can can kind of overwhelm you sometimes mm. I think it's such a huge like transition period of your life like I was so excited to go to uni because I, was, I thought I had so much freedom do what I want I, and I felt really independent like working and stuff but it's because I'd worked and studied before I didn't appreciate how much of a leap coming to uni was because I was like well I'll just be working and studying again right but then there's like housing and bills mm. and a ho- and whole new environment that might not be very similar to where you come from at home completely new friends and mm. and you're and also I think a huge thing is that it's like a 24-7 lifestyle and you don't have the same routines as if you're working or if you're at sixth form again and I think it's really easy to feel like you always need to be on it and there's always so much more that you can be doing for your course and I think that's why there's just that constant stress because I found that if I wasn't working towards my degree I felt guilty because it's kind of hard to like measure as opposed to doing a nine till five and coming home and relaxing. It's, yeah, it feels like it's supposed to be all the time, constant. Yeah, and uh, you also end up comparing yourself to other people on your course. Yeah, oh my God, They're so like, much. oh yeah, I came home
1: and I spent all this time revising. And you're like, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then you get really worried. And it's, but it's also just remembering that you work at your own pace. And it's very different for every degree and for every, Mm.
0: even if you're doing the same thing, just everyone works differently as well. That comes back to like the comparison, like feeling that, oh, well, this person in another course has done so much. So I'm not good enough or I haven't, I'm not going to get a good grade, but then the courses are so different and then even individuals are so different mm. working mm. and it's just really hard especially when you've grown up with like social media and you're always comparing mm. yourself like on Instagram, yeah. Facebook and stuff and seeing how other people... but you only see like the best way they present themselves so you don't actually yeah. see the reality of it yeah. and I think comparing yourself is super bad for stress
1: yeah. I think we also downplay how we feel a lot of the time because mm-hmm. we think we're worried but if we say that we're stressed then Something bad will happen, you know. Will it'll affect our degree, and they, they won't let us into uni, or
0: something ridiculous like that. We blow it out of proportion. I think it's also similar to like mental um, illness, how there's like a taboo. Mm. I feel like stress um, has a real taboo, taboo as well. Mm. I think that, and they're, they're so like intrinsically linked. Like, I remember my mum was like, I wasn't very well like when I was younger. My mum was like, Oh, you're just stressed, you're stressed. Mm. But like. It, but then if you just say, oh, I'm just stressed, I think mm-hmm. that, yeah. that it's not just stress, that is something that you should kind of re- accept and think about and then respond to as opposed to just kind of passing it off and being like, it's, it's fine, it's not a problem when mm-hmm. it actually is a problem and we should accept that and kind of respect stress is a thing in its own right it's funny that we like
2: think that way that stress isn't a big deal because from my opinion i think stress is one of the like biggest ones i didn't know that obviously the statistics that's linked to like physical problems as well like we get like stress migraines you can get stomach ulcers you can have heart attacks you can lose your hair Mm. and it's like still everyone's Mm. like oh you're just stressed at work or you're stressed at uni so people have real physical problems from this as well and I still don't really take it as seriously maybe as it should Mm -hmm.
1: um but how seriously do you think like lecturers take it I mean I think that the university makes accounts for people when they are struggling if you go to enabling services and you tell them that I'm having some difficulties right now whether that be due to mental health or physical health then with a note from your doctor of course then they will Mm -hmm. kind of make allowances for you within your degree. But I think that it's not, lecturers may accept it, but perhaps they don't really believe in it per se. Um, I recently had was feeling a little bit overwhelmed with my degree and I approached my supervisor and I told him, I said, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, feeling very stressed. and But it worried me so much. I was so, so nervous making that phone call. But in the end, he kind of turned around and was like, that's okay, you know, if you need some time off, you need some time off. So there are understanding people out there and people shouldn't feel scared to say that this is how they're feeling because it's very, it's valid, it's very Mm. valid.
2: Mm. How do you feel about the stereotype that, of like millennials,
0: snowflakes, that they
2: like Mm. can't deal with any (laughs) issues at uni?
0: It really annoys me because like, also, they're like, oh, we went through like much, worse hardship than you and yes like maybe they did maybe they didn't but also like trauma travels like it's like genetically you can be genetically passed down trauma like it's it can be in your body it's not just about your experiences it can be about your whole like physical makeup so i think It's the same as mental health, saying, oh, I haven't had anything bad enough to make me feel this way. I think, Mm. like, if you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way, and that should be respected. And the more you kind of say you're a snowflake or speak down about it, like, the less likely people are going to reach out for help or think, oh, well... This is valid, and how do how do I help like help myself, or who can I speak to for help about feeling stressed, The more you say that you're a, a silly snowflake, the more likely you're not gonna try and get help, and it's gonna perpetuate. So, mm. I just think it I really don't like it.
1: No, I absolutely agree that you know we, if if you're shaming it in that sense, mm. and people aren't going to speak out about it, mm. and I think you you have to remember that you can't really quantify stress per se, you can't say that one situation is more stressful than another mm. You know, everyone is everyone's response is valid and some people's responses may be more extreme than others to the same environment mm. um, some people deal very well with things and some people don't and that's perfectly okay and mm. other generations may have had different stresses within their lives um, not necessarily better or worse so mm. I think comparing them isn't they're not really in the same category to be kind of cross-linked, yeah. To say,
2: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: more do you think could be done? I think it's about promoting, like, general well-being and promoting it's, that it's valid to feel those kind of more stereotypically, like, negative emotions, but instead of just saying that it's always fine to address those and to measure and respond to them and... By being more in touch with how you're feeling, I think then it's easier to practice kind of like those self-care methods. And you, like, I really think a great way personally is kind of like mindfulness and meditation. So I really, I it's really easy. Just download an app, and then if you can't sleep, I try and do like a 10-minute uh, meditation, and that really helps me to like calm down. And you can do those really discreetly throughout the day if you're like nervous or we have um, a meditation society and I think stuff like that making sure that you have time to yourself to relax and chill and take a breath and just stop because like I said earlier it's a 24-7 lifestyle at university for at least three years you need to put yourself (laughs) on hold and give yourself time to kind of reflect and recharge. I think also it's taking part in activities and just trying to stick to a routine can help out a lot, but it's really it's really individual. I think it's finding what makes you feel good and knowing what can trigger you as well and trying to combat those, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. these we'll kind of creating a space and oh. so people feel more comfortable
1: about talking about the fact that they are feeling overwhelmed or stressed and exactly as Isabella said there are different different ways that work for different people, you can't say there's not a one size fits all. Yeah. So for some people they might like physical exercise, some people they might not like it at all, some people like to dance, listen to music, colouring, some people like mindfulness for other people that can actually stress them out even more. Yeah. Even more. <laughs> so yeah, it, it doesn't work for me, I know that, so it's it's finding, it's trying different things, and finding what works for you. So I think that in university, for example, these you know enabling services I think are great. They have amazing welfare things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the drop in. They have uh, meditation, mindfulness classes. You go like to the drop in. They have like coloring books and things. They have all sorts of stuff, and. And I mean us at Mindstock one thing that we've been trying to do are things called tea and talks where we just book a room on, on campus and we provide tea and biscuits and people can just come along and chat. Mm. They don't have to talk they don't have to talk about how they're feeling. they can talk about movies or something random. Mm. you know it's just something to get their mind out of this exactly 24/7 lifestyle that you have at university. Mm. You know you finish uni you come back and then there's a society thing going on in the evening and you have to run off to bat and get back late
0: and it's just so different you have to cook for yourself and just all these things add up you are so committed to so many other people and adventures and things that it can be hard to remember Mm -hmm. that actually you need to be your own number one Mm -hmm. to treat not treat yourself just look after yourself and love yourself with those times Mm -hmm. to have time to yourself doing things that make you feel good that are for you and to try and get outdoors, um, maybe like even just go for a walk. I'd, I'd trick my brain um, when I was feeling stressed because I'm someone that like stress eats. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd trick my brain and be like, well, so that I can stress eat some like nugs I'm going to go and walk to the shop and buy the nugs and then by the time I've got to the shop I feel so good from having a walk that I'm like I don't need these nugs anymore and I turn around and walk back and then I feel good that I've had a walk and then I have a cup of tea instead so I think walking is always a good thing and <laughs> um, being outside walking self care self love yeah Better are, <laughs> are
1: my ones yeah I think I'd say that um, you are the expert in your own feelings. Mm. So mm. don't look around you for any kind of validation that you should or shouldn't be stressed. Mm. If you're feeling stressed, you're feeling stressed and that's normal. So you should try and combat that by just doing whatever you like, whatever you want. If if you feel that perhaps some of the demands from commitments that you've made are getting on top of you, then you can always change that. Yeah. There's There's nothing stopping you from kind of stopping and just saying I'm sorry I'm not feeling good with this I need to change mm. and um, I think we need to remember that there's no shame in that either. A lot of people kind of pride themselves on being busy and I'm, I've always been that kind of person it's like oh I'm so busy this is good mm. um, and other people are like oh you know doing, doing so much but actually it's okay to kind of take a step back and say, actually, I think I'm doing a bit too much. Mm. I need to just slow down a little. Um, and if you're replacing some of those things with other things, then that's also okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like the number of things you're doing, it's just like, well, how they make you feel. Absolutely. It
0: can be very hard to do, mm. to, like, self-reflect like that and realise that that's the, that is the, like, root of it, that mm. like you're doing too much, because especially if they're the things that make you feel or like worthy at the time Mm -hmm. then to stop those you think are they gonna make you feel worse it's it's really hard but it's so individualistic so it's
1: being being kind to yourself can be very difficult yeah (laughs) you need to practice and just yeah practice and practice and that's really important
2: Mm. why don't you tell us what mind like have coming up so yeah
1: Oh, we are we are really blossoming this year. It's great. I'm so <laughs> excited. We've got all sorts of things. So I think the biggest thing on the calendar at the moment is our um, Movember pledge that we're doing. So for those who don't know, Movember uh, is a foundation. The Movember Foundation have dedicated a month of November to kind of focusing on men's health. And because we're a mind society and we're representing a national mental health charity, we feel that. Men's mental health also should be on this list Mm. Um, because it's such a pertinent topic. As when you think about how suicide is the biggest killer of men under 35, Mm. like that's absolutely shocking. And 76% of suicides, I think, are by men, which is massive. Mm. So it's something that we want to talk about and we want to get people aware of. So, what we've done is we've created a pledge, um, and on this pledge is kind of ways in which, as a society, you can support the men in your committee, in your society, and in your life in general. And we've also created a little information sheet with some statistics and useful links, um, which people can check out and just read up and educate themselves a little Mm. bit more about men's mental health. So that's been kind of sent out um, via email to All Presidents, but it's also on our Facebook page, so if people want to check it out, then do feel free. And today, we've actually released um, all our information about our Santa walk to Winchester, which is our biggest event of the year. So we join with a hill walking society and we walk to Winchester all dressed up as Santas. If you want a full (laughs) outfit, go for it. That's fine. Um, And it's such a a really, really nice walk and it's a great way to make friends with people from other societies as well, um, because you just kind of chat all the way and it's really nice. Um, How long does it take? It's about five hours. Oh, oh wow. It's, it's just, it goes by really quickly, though. We have yeah. a nice little spot for lunch, a little picnic, oh, and that's then nice. we go and we end up in Winchester Christmas Market. Like, oh. what, what more could you want? It's that's just true. such a nice place to end. So, um, we're doing that, and all our fundraising kind of raises money for Solent Mind. And this year, we're also joining up with the uh, young people charity No Limits, which work in Southampton, yeah. mm-hmm. providing services all sorts of different services to young people Mm. so we're teaming up with them and that's really exciting so they're they're a great charity as well yeah yeah they're fantastic (laughs) yeah and um there's just kind of other things dotted here and there but all of our social media you can keep up to date with it and Mm. it's all up on there things to things to suit everyone kind of well-being awareness and fundraising events so anyone can get involved. Do you feel more stressed or less stressed <laughs> after less this? Stressed. I was, honestly, I was stressed about this. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's very ironic coming, feeling stressed about a podcast about stress. It's been really enjoyable. So thank okay. you very much for having me. Come back soon.
0: If you're listening and you're doing anything um, like Mindsock or SCAR for Movember, then um, get in touch with us and... We'll make sure to have you included in our November Welfare Wednesday special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell us all about everything you've been doing and um, we can discuss all things, men, physical and mental health. So. For listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>